How many people do you know that's on an endless pursuit of spreading happiness? How about how much inspiration the power of love brings? How about a great cause for a greater man? If any of those questions sparked your interest, then this is the podcast you want to listen to. Welcome to another episode of Long Beach Locals, the only podcast in Long Beach that highlights local businesses and the people behind them. If you enjoy this podcast, please like, subscribe, share, and leave a review. This podcast is brought to you by Active Life. I'm your host, Justin Mosley, and today our guest is founder of Realize Harmony, Eileen Fox. Eileen, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you so much for having me. So what is Realize Harmony? Realize Harmony is just what you said, spreading happiness and joy through inspirational messages. It began when my husband created Realize Harmony as a production house to spread music, creativity, and other people's messages as well as his own. Through his passing, I'm now continuing this legacy of Realize Harmony and continuing the mission that we both had which is spreading kindness, joy, happiness, living positive lives, um, but also living our own authentic lives, like understanding that we need to take care of ourselves, take care of others. And so Realize Harmony is doing that each and every day. Yeah, that sounds like a beautiful mission. Thank you, know, you so much. Especially with all the things that are brought out in front of us right now, talking about the doodles and the mission that was really created behind his legacy has been just an absolute inspiration. Where did the name come from? Alan was trying to figure out a name for his company that he was launching. He was working as an executive in the human resource world, but music was always a threat in his life. That was what he what he did when he was younger. He went to school for music and communications. Um, so it was, he had a band. There was so much about Alan with harmony. Mm-hmm. And so when he was deciding on a name for his company that he was going to continue when he retired and just do, he thought of Realize Harmony, and it made so much sense because harmony for him wasn't just the music. It was about living a harmonious life. Mm-hmm. And so it made so much sense to put those two words together. Sure. We need to realize harmony and embody it embody and embrace it. it. Yes, yeah. yes. How can you describe who is Alan Fox? Well, he was an amazing human, and my husband, of course, uh, a father, a brother, a friend to everyone. I always called him everyone's Alan. So when he did pass away, of course... It was a tragic loss for me and our family, but I started referring to Alan as everyone's Alan because it was a big loss for everyone. He was such a kind, creative soul, and he was on a mission to spread that uh, work through not only the inspirational doodling he did, but his music. So he just loved to live life. He loved just waking up in the place we live, And it was really his positive place, Mm -hmm. having the ocean and just living life every day. Um, A little cup of coffee in the morning would be just a big positive thing. We would just have so many chats, um, just over a cup of coffee, make a little 
make a little video. We love to uh, promote other businesses around town. That was one of the things he loved to do as well. So there's so much to say about Alan. Um, he just was such a kind-hearted, talented person and um, a big loss to everyone. I can imagine. I'm really sorry for your loss. And Thanks. it sounds like, the, seriously, the legacy that has been created by him is always going to be around. And it's a voice that people need to hear every day and meeting people where they're at in that sense. He was someone, just to add on, that motivated other people. So he would get motivated by people, but then he was the champion. He was like the mayor of different things he did in his life, and people would get inspired by him. So that was just something else I wanted to add. Yeah. What was Alan's inspiration behind every doodle? Well, he took lessons from Stoic philosophy. Um, he would read different readings from the Stoic philosophy, and that inspired his doodle writing, Buddhist philosophy, and just life. So what happened was he started to create little doodle messages for like people's birthdays and little graphics like that. Um, and then during the pandemic, he started to create these inspirational messages, and he started to post them on social media. And more and more that he was doing it, people were like, when is the book coming out? Yeah. So eventually he was able to publish a book with all these doodles, and that was really exciting for him. That was super exciting that his mission, his vision became a real thing. Yeah, and I'm sure that it moved a lot of people. You know, a lot of people look to those type of things because when you look at the doodles, it's daily things that everybody does, but it's being put into words and in a wholesome way that touches the heart of everybody. Yeah, just who real simple them. thoughts, yeah. but also very deep thoughts. Yeah, And many of them are good for for kids, um, and they're all good for everybody. Yeah. But, you know, adults really, you know, grab onto them as well and say, yeah, this mm -hmm. really makes me think. Yeah. It makes people stop and think. And I think it's one of those things, especially, like, for adults, it, it's simple. It's so simple, and we will get lost from always working, always doing something, always staying busy to take a second and just look at something like this and resonate with it. Yes. It's something so simple, but like you said, it's a stoic mentality of getting better, spreading that happiness and doing the things you can do in your day-to-days. Absolutely. He created a video for the Long Beach Chamber of Commerce uh, for their Wellness Wednesday. So it was about doodling. Mm -hmm. And it talked, he showed his journals where, you know, he was always a doodler and he might have had color pencils next to him or he would just during a Zoom meeting, of course, during the pandemic, he'd be doodling. And there's benefits to doodling. It helps you relax, helps increase concentration, mm -hmm. creativity. And then that, he then began to create these inspirational doodles. Mm -hmm. So it also, like when people see the, the, the doodles with the message, you know, you don't have to be a big artist to make a doodle. Or make an impact. Or make an impact, yes, yeah. absolutely. What does it mean to you to keep the doodles and inspiration alive? That means everything to me because you know, even if Alan was here, it was something that's so important in my life, spreading positivity. So for me to keep the doodles alive, it's keeping Alan's legacy alive as well. I mean, once I start talking about it, I can't stop because it's inspiring. It's inspiring for the young. It's inspiring for the old. 
uh, inspiring for everybody. So to keep it going means that we can turn this world around just through a simple doodle. Yeah. I'm going to change the world one doodle at a time. And from Alan's doodles or the new messages that are being produced, we really can make a difference. This world needs more positivity. Um, we, we need to wake up and really believe that it's okay. We can start again. Yeah. And that's my mission to just provide a platform for people to spread kindness and joy. And it can be done very simply. Mm-hmm. And it starts with just the little things. Like yes. The things that you can't control and the things that you have around you immediately, maybe. Like we ha- we were having a conversation earlier before we started it. And the inspiration that I get from the way you speak about this story resonates. It's compelling. It makes you want to go out and spread kindness. It makes you want to go hug your loved ones. It makes you want to appreciate the time we do have and not harp on so much of the negatives like it is nothing less than a tragic situation to what happened to alan yes but you still come in spreading that positivity speaking highly and always like you are the inspiration as well and i think that's the collaborative effort that you and alan have created and you guys seem to have bounced it off of each other really well because the way you hold yourself is awesome thank you so much i do feel like he's on the journey with me so if i'm going somewhere to do something with a school or or at a market or whatever it might be you know i might carry a even a little picture or a special post-it that he once wrote me um, so I take him on my journey. He's with me all the time. I, I feel him. Who or what inspired Alan and yourself to push for this mission of kindness? It just was in our being. Like it wasn't something like we woke up and were like, we have to spread kindness. Yeah. You know, it was just our way we were, you know, our, or, um, and it's just the people, that just was our personalities, our just, way of life, um, kind of always looking at the bright side, and that sounds a little cliche. Um, listen, ev- you know, everyone goes through their ups and downs, and, and um, but there's always something positive to look at or a way to turn something into an easier way. Mm-hmm. So we just, we just always felt that way. It was just like part of our personalities. It wasn't something we had to create. Mm-hmm. What has been some of the feedback you've gotten about everything you guys have created it's been unbelievable um from young people i'm a teacher the kids do the work like this in my classroom and in other classrooms and they what i find incredible is they're doing it after i leave Mm -hmm. on their own they're continuing it they're teaching their families i have students who go home and they 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 share this and then they have people uh, people do it in their families or beyond and so that's how I know it's actually working and spreading because it's not just these little moments that I'm with someone uh, people will post things they'll go buy journals they'll they'll share with me how it's inspiring them and beyond and they might give it to a family give a um, some merchandise I have to a family member uh, just I get amazing feedback what does that mean to you? Well, I'm, it's what I feel like I'm doing. My mission in life is to 
continue this, and it means so much. It means so much that people would take their time out of their day to even like message me, mm-hmm. uh, take their time out to like even think how important this is, or even want to tell other people about it. So it just means so much to me that I can continue Alan's name, um, and, be, and even beyond Alan's name is just that this simple thing can make a difference in this world. So it means so much to me. Um, it means so much to you know my family uh, that we can continue Alan's dream of realized harmony. It might not be exactly what Alan was going to do completely because he had other skills, mm-hmm. other incredible musical creative skills that are not something that I can do, but I can do this. Mm-hmm. What do you think it means to Alan? Oh, he must be seeing this somehow because I, I get messages like even this morning, someone sent me a photo of some kids who were doing some chalk drawings at my school on their recess time. And these students uh, chose to write the hashtag Realize Harmony in chalk. I wasn't even with them. Yeah. And when I got this message this morning prior to coming here, and I had gone down to the beach to have a little quiet time because that's where I feel like I can even get a little closer mm-hmm. to Alan because we got married right here on the beach in Long Beach. Um, when I got that message this morning, I was like, you're kidding me. Like, I get these messages all the time, but just this morning before coming here, someone took time, took time, like, took time they saw it and took a picture of it for me and then sent it to me. And I'm like, Alan must have a little... Part of this Part somehow. Of this somehow, somewhere. It's I have many stories of things like this that go on. Yeah. I feel I feel like Alan's in this room, truthfully. And I never had the pleasure to meet him. But you can feel the type of energy of things like that. And that is definitely one of them. He would have loved this. Um, he was so good in front of the mic. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, he was funny and talented and just him knowing in some way that I'm sitting here is incredible. So I took my little post-it out this morning that he once left on the bathroom um, mirror that said, you're awesome. He would call me Mrs. Lady. You're awesome, Mrs. Lady. (laughs) So when I would go off to do important things like this, I take out my post-it and I took a picture of it this morning and I just remember, I feel like he's cheering me on uh, just cheering me on that I can do this. I can bring forward some of the vision that we had and I can continue his name and what he was had hopes for. And I agree. I, I believe he would feel the same way. Like, I applaud you Thank for you how so strong much. you are. It, it, this is not an easy story to tell. It would have crushed anybody, you know, and the way you hold yourself is really... It's admirable. It's Thank not you. an easy thing to do. And People do ask me often how I do this, and I just feel like I have to. There's no other option, and I want to. So it's a combination of both. Like, yeah. This is too incredible to keep quiet. And, you know, it helps me, I'm sure, through my grief. Right. I get to talk about Alan 24-7 here to so many people all the mm-hmm. time. And I get to keep him alive, like we've used that word right. before. And um, as we mentioned even before starting today, it's a way to keep his 
him going. You yeah. know, you don't want to stop talking about somebody. Yeah. Because once that happens, then yeah, you know, feel uh, sad. Yeah, uh, they always say a person dies twice: one when they physically are gone, and then the second when their name is the last time it's brought out into this planet or into this world. I don't see Alan's name going anywhere any anytime soon, and I hope and am going to continue to spread that name as well because this is a legacy that it's spreading kindness. It's a legacy for all the right reasons and something that resonates for more than just one population. It's like you said, it's for the young, it's for the old, it's for legitimately everybody. And it is for spreading kindness and joy, but it's also about living authentically, like making good choices. Um, When kids do their own doodles too, some of the words that they've created are not just only about kindness, but about how to live. Mm -hmm. And so I've taken it even a little further in my classroom. So before they take a test, they write themselves an inspirational post-it just to give them confidence that they could do this work. Mm-hmm. And they remind me if I forget. We have to write that post-it. Yeah. You know, so it's... That's cool. Yeah. So it's really cool that they um, are empowered and have these words and can take action and then can spread it. So thrilled you know and i'm sure like that's the bigger mission of it as well is because there's a difference between motivating somebody and then compelling somebody you are compelling these kids these people because they don't they're reminding you at this point like well we have to write that post-it note we have to do this that you've compelled them and that's something that they won't forget you know like motivation comes and goes but compelling somebody you don't forget that and you're doing exactly the mission you're sought out to do yeah Thank you. And one of the ways uh, I explain Realize Harmony is it's empowering messages created by inspired humans. So we can all create yeah. new messages that Alan didn't create. There's an endless possibility. Yeah. How did you and Alan meet? Well, that good old match.com. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we were both a little tired of the dating scene and all of that and mm-hmm. kind of both gave it one, la- one last try, yeah. uh, not knowing each other. And so we met through match.com. We had things in common. We had wellness and music. We both loved uh, Peter Gabriel. Mm. And uh, just things just sort of clicked with that, with our common interests Mm -hmm. so it was around july 4th weekend and uh we were going to meet but we were going to do it a little differently we decided uh you know it was july 4th so we weren't sure it was around that weekend so we weren't really sure but we said we'll make something work Mm. and that was also our way of life too like we were kind of the way we describe we were happeners we would make things happen Mm -hmm. so even before we met we were like we'll make this work so July 2nd, we said, we'll meet at 10.30 on the boardwalk in front of the trapeze that used to be yeah, here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we met up on our bikes, and it was a beautiful day. And, you know, it had that first, like, awkward moment of just meeting someone yeah, for the like, first time. Like, is like, that I you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I remember him circling around on his bicycle, mm-hmm. like, you know, obviously in the world of, you know, you could see each other before on your pictures. And we took a bike ride. We stopped for coffee, we went to the diner, uh, we stopped at the farmer's market, and we just kept riding. And, mm-hmm. riding. and before we knew it, it was like five o'clock. 
you know, we stopped at the end of the boardwalk. We had a beer at the end of the day. It was a warm, I remember it being super hot. And uh, we just, we figured out how many times we actually rode back and forth mm-hmm. that day and how many miles it must have been. And he was heading off out of the country for a week with his son around that time. And we said when he came back, we would, I guess, kind of have like a real date, if you want to call it. And, you know, we got together after he came back. And then every morning for the month of July, we would meet to have a bike ride in the morning. I was teaching, but I had time off and he was going into the city. So we met pretty early. Mm -hmm. But there was one day he said, you know, I really have to. I was like, don't you work? Like, don't you have to get to work? And then one day he said, I do really need to meet earlier. You know, do you want to meet earlier? And I'm like, sure. So it became a tradition to wake up to the sunrise. And we met every morning for the month of July for the sunrise. So I was living across town. He was living on the boardwalk. And it felt like we were chasing the sunrise to mm-hmm. meet. And we would meet, ride every morning to the sunrise. And that was super special uh, for us. And we just developed a relationship. We just talked and rode and got to know each other. Um, he has two kids. I have one daughter. And we just learned about our lives and like what was important. Mm-hmm. And so that was just the beautiful start to our relationship. To everything, yeah. Yeah, it was, and it kind of goes to like what was important in our life. So our bike ended up being our, our vehicle of love. Yeah. And, you know, so I still love to bike ride. Yeah. I just miss him. I can imagine. Beside me. I can imagine. Yes. How did he propose to you? Oh, uh, well, this was quite amazing. We were living together at the time. And we had talked about getting married, not getting married. I mean, obviously, we were going to be a together team. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it was, uh, it was, he was giving me a guitar lesson. So I was learning to play. I mean, I played when I was younger, but I wasn't like really like a musician mm-hmm. of the guitar. But I was learning from him, and he was giving me a guitar lesson on our terrace. Uh, I asked my daughter if she could film us just because it was a time I would like look back at my playing yeah. and it just, uh, nothing really, no flags came up to me that like something was, was going to happen yeah. at all. It was just a guitar lesson. So he was giving me this guitar lesson, teaching me, uh, Sonny and Cher's I've Got You, Babe. And the lesson was going on for a while. And then all of a sudden, the words changed to Will You Marry Me? And on, I, it took me by such shock that, the video is super funny. So it's like, wait, stop. I, it, it's like, yeah. stop the whole lesson. Everybody stop. Was, <laughs> yeah, I, so that was what happened. And it was a beautiful moment and a shocking moment. And it was on Cinco de Mayo. So that's coming around the corner for me, our proposal day. Yeah, I'm sure that's something you're going to be thinking about. And it's still fresh. It's still there. And... I'm like I said. I'm very, I'm very much applauding you for the way you're able to carry yourself with the story and everything like that. It br- it would break anybody's heart, and it has my heart yeah. swelling hearing um, it. Yeah, we know. had such a special love. It really was. I mean, everybody probably says their love is unique, but honestly, I really do feel like we were somehow meant to find each other. And yeah. I try to hold on to those six years we were together. We were only married fourteen months. Uh, we got engaged on May 5th, Cinco de Mayo, and we got married October. And they're just the right place. We got married on the beach here in Long Beach. Mm-hmm. 
and we had a beautiful, beautiful celebration, and we had a celebration, um, you know, afterwards in Point Lookout, and, you know, I treasure every moment of that day and every little bit about it. So I'm so glad that we, we married. Yeah. Do you get a sense of accomplishment when people or kids tell you how this inspires them to keep spreading love and kindness? Uh, it's just incredible. And I'm surrounded, you know, in my classroom every day with kids that love doing doodling. I don't, and they've written about how Alan Fox has inspired them I have little books that they create where they've used these words. I don't give them these words. They use these words and say they are inspired by his work. And because it's a comfortable conversation in my classroom, they know Alan's passed away. Um, you know, I think it'll, it gives them comfort too to see like their teachers had tragedy. Yeah. And that you can over, overcome. I don't know if that's the right word, but live like a good life, even when you've had tragedy, yeah. and take something, and they now are these ambassadors of doodles, that then they can change the world too, being inspired by Alan. So that makes me just feel so happy that I can have young people even speak this way, who yeah. never knew Alan. Yeah. You know, they get to see him because I have a video Mm -hmm. that he created for the Long Beach Chamber of Commerce, and he talks about doodling. So in my lessons that I do with students, my own and other schools, Alan's actually part of my lesson. We turn and listen to Alan Fox, and they get to see exactly what other people have seen, and then we do like him. Mm -hmm. So it's an incredible, very simple program that I do offer. Tell us about the Realize Harmony Scholarship. So when Alan was alive, we discussed having a scholarship and we chose Long Beach High School being Long Beach, you know, our feet here. Um, so we decided then we would give a scholarship at the high school just because we should, because, you know, the young people that are pursuing music and art, you know, should have a little help. For sure. So when Alan passed away, it wasn't even a question. It was like, I have to continue I have to start the scholarship, but now it's in his memory of him and his dad, who was also creative in the broadcasting world, a graphic designer, an artist, um, a painter, a collagist, so many different things. I never got to meet Alan's dad. You know, I so wish I did. Mm -hmm. uh, the whole family is so creative. His brother, his children, even my daughter, all have a creative passion. So... I chose to continue or started at Long Beach High School. I could see it going beyond to other places as well. And I will give two scholarships to music and art students this year uh, that not only have that talent, but also embody the spirit of Alan and his dad. So I'm proud to be able to offer that and continue his name so that people who don't even know him uh, we'll get to know him as well that way. That's a beautiful scholarship. Yes. And that's a beautiful cause. That's amazing. Thank you. This is the first. Uh, well, how uh, so this will be the second year. Second so year. in June, um, I was able to give two scholarships. And this year, I'll do the same. Nice. Yes. That's amazing. Yes. What would you like to leave the viewers off with? 
well, if you can every day do something kind for someone and for yourself, I think we have to look at both of those things, being good to yourself and being good to others. Um, that would be the mission. And however that might be, um, whatever you might do, just I'd like to leave people with remembering Alan, but also continuing uh, any type of mission that's kindness. Where can the viewers find you to hear more about your story, Alan's story, and Realize Harmony? So I'm really proud of what I've done in the last year. Like when I think about how I've been able to get the message out, it's really been quite powerful. So I've been able to launch a website so people can find the website, information on the website, reach out to me, realizeharmony.com. Uh, Alan did a tremendous amount of social media. And the one thing, I didn't want to just continue his page on Instagram or Facebook because I felt like it really stopped at the point when he passed away. It didn't stop, but I didn't want to then add on to those pages. So mm -hmm. I recently created a new Instagram, realize underscore harmony. It references Alan's previous works. So you can get to all of the amazing work that Alan did through that Instagram, realize.harmony. Realize um, you can find his YouTube. Um, and so you can find me in, on, under that uh, Instagram as well. Eileen, so. thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you so it much, It was Justin. such a great time being able to hear your story, hear Alan's story, and just a great time sitting down chatting with you. Thank you. Thank you so much.